Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my bombastic co-host, Mozzie. How you doing? Wow, that was an astronomical word there. <laughs> I hadn't thought of anything, and it just popped into my head. I'm like, this works? I love it. Mr. Bombastic. That's outstanding. I'm doing excellent. It's a wonderful day. Honestly, feeling pretty good. Did a bunch of chores, you know. Cleaning makes you feel good. Uh, and did, did, did uh, doing some laundry. So it's been a very exciting day, to say the least. How about yourself? Pretty good. Also, I just looked up bombastic. Apparently, it's not what I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was like just a good word. Apparently, it's like a, it says high sounding but with little meaning inflated. So, um, I'll, I'll just say, what did, you, what did you think it meant? Like bombtacular? Like you? Yeah, I thought it was com. like a good word. <laughs> I don't know. It just like does it? It sounds like it should be like a good thing. I'll take it. I meant I meant it as a good thing. I know. <laughs> No feelings were harmed. Sorry, in the I don't know my words. Words are hard. So, but my bomb.com co-host, Mozzie. There we go. Much better. Had to, had to fix that one. Because I, I was like, what does that mean exactly? Because like, I heard, like, you hear the song, like the Mr. Bombastic thing or whatever. Mr. Oh, Mr. Boombastic. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So you're just, you're Boombastic. I'll be Boombastic. Yeah, See? that's what I it. meant. Nailed it. Crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's anyway. where i was going you know the real word got mixed up with the slang word it happens you know it happens man that's what I life's bl- all I about shaggy but the point of language is to understand each other and mm-hmm. in in this sense i understood what you were saying yeah. so the language barrier was not breached alternatively language is used to woo women according to <laughs> a movie i know which movie it is don't worry okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware, don't worry. I'm not that I'm not that much of a Neanderthal. And I and I know someone's gonna message me. I know John's gonna be like, All right, AJ, do you know what movie it is? I'm like, Yes, it's Dead Poet Society. Yes. And I will say just show I know. I had to show off. That that would that was bombastic of me, right? <laughs> no, captain, my captain. So but anyway, so let's uh, start off kind of recapping some injuries. So let's let's pop through here. So as far as new ones there wasn't a lot new. There were a lot of there was some like re-injury stuff. So Deshaun Jackson, and Adam Thielen re-injured um, some things. So Deshaun Jackson's out for the year now. Um, they, that was a big mishandling of that whole thing. Uh, Thielen re-aggravated his. I think it was like Hammy or Quad, but um, yeah, Hammy. So Hammy re-aggravation. That's no good. Um, don't expect, they have a week twelve bye. Honestly, like I'm not going to be surprised if they hold him out through the bye. Mm-hmm. Um, Next up, Jacoby Brissett. Um, he's right now questionable for, for week uh, 10. I feel like they will and should hold him out because it's the Dolphins. But You feel more confident with him in there than Hoyer, but I think they can still win with Hoyer, so yeah. like, they should still yeah, win. Yeah, they, they almost beat the Steelers what I meant. with... Do it. They should still win with Hoyer, is yeah. what I meant to say. Not could. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally. But, yeah, so right now he's questionable... I have to lean and think that he won't play. <clears throat> they should rest him another week. He's been good for them. Yeah, but although, however, he did practice. He he did practice today, recording on Thursday. So that is oh, a good sign. Go. But um, and then we also any other new ones? Let's see. Um. Oh yeah, Hilton got hurt during the week last week. Um, he's probably gonna be out for a few more weeks. Um. Let's see. Oh yeah, Preston Williams. 
ACL tear, big bummer. Done for the year. Yeah, he blew up too, and then like actually blew up. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. during his breakout game. Um, otherwise, I don't think there was anything else too new. No, no one, no one got popped too hard last week. I know Kittle briefly left the game and came back. Yeah, they said he was fine. Yeah, I mean he scored a touchdown after and destroyed. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, Baker, dude. Yeah. Uh, yep. Ran oh. right over him. Oh gosh, who? Which which was the Browns player, like Whitehead or something that Noah Fant just destroyed, and then he went on a Twitter like rampage. Did you see that? They no. Released him. He like oh, he was God. like threatening people on Twitter. Yeah, I think it was like Jermaine Whitehead. I want to make sure I get the name right so I don't slander the wrong person. All right. Well, if I search up Jermaine, then it is the Whitehead is the top uh, following, so I assume that was it. But yeah, <coughs> yeah, they released Jesus. him for like. Pretty much like threatening people violently on Twitter after getting roasted for getting destroyed <laughs> by fans. He's a big dude, man. Which honestly, like maybe he's like had an out of body experience. He got blown up, dude. But you know, <coughs> yeah, I mean, maybe okay. he like his soul left his body and was just like immediately wandering with shame. <laughs> yeah, dude. No fan just blew him up. <laughs> That the, I I made like a little like loop of just that section just to watch it over and over. It was funny. Did you put it with that one of uh, the guy going? I'm about to end this whole man's career. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, no, there was one of McCaffrey. I think I'm. I think I put it in the in the group. It was um where he's like going to the end zone, dragging whoever it was, and like kind of stops on him. And they the Panthers like made a funny video of like him like surfing around on the guy. Oh yeah, I saw that. That, that was, was gold. So good. That was so funny. Whoever does the social media for the Panthers, good job on that one. That was and I great. saw one of those two with the uh, that one star meme where it's like they're going through the galaxy. It's like, when you get a good one for that, those are hilarious. Oh, I know, man. Those <laughs> they, it never gets old for me. No, it's that's yeah, it's some evergreen uh, right there. So keeping up with some past stuff. Let's see. Um, Mahomes is on track to come back, so I, I, the expectation is he's back this week. So that's nice. Yeah, he didn't actually have like that bad of an injury. He just like rested him, so hopefully he's good now. Mm-hmm. Gets to play Tennessee. Yep, I, he's back. I in. can finally go to Mahomes. Mahomes. Yep. Um, let's Take see. Mahomes. <laughs> I wanna go home. Country road. See, um, James Conner um, is out. I like just got that ten minutes ago. He's not expected to play versus the Rams, so assume he's out. Ha! He was in my "I'm off this guy" category. <laughs> oh, no, I'm definitely off. Of yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Alvin Kamara is expected to play. Um, he. Let's see. Yeah, it's, it sounds like he's feel like Sean Payton said he expects him to play, and that the body did so good. So it's a plus. Um, Cam, we know he's out for the year. Rip. Um, I hope he comes back next season is fine. I, do, I really hope we're not done with Cam. I don't think so. Yeah, I said I, I said all it along. It seems a lot like the with... Lux situation, doesn't it? Like, Kinda. he got injured, they rushed him back in, he didn't heal all the way, he re-injured, and he ended up missing an extra year because of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we brought Cam up when the Lux situation started and, like, kind of compared it. Yeah, we did, and we were like, "Could Luck be the next guy for an, or could Cam be the next guy for an early retirement?" Yeah, I do remember saying that. Wow, but um, yeah, but you know, because the thing is, like, Luck took a year off and came back and had a really good year first before retiring. 
So. Right. So I I think that can happen with Cam. Yeah, I, I want one more good year out of Cam because he's finally got a really good team around him. So hoping for the best there. And then um, AJ Green. <laughs> so he's not playing this week after apparently possibly being supposed to play this week. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, it's kind of sad. Like, yeah. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't want to come back to this team. I would want to be with my bro Andy Dalton again. Be like, yeah, at least Andy Pepper's in. back in. Now, I saw the funny thing. It was like Ryan Finley looks like the actor hired to play Andy Dalton in a movie about AJ Green. I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, it's pretty accurate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the, the Bengals like redheads. It's okay, Bengals. I understand. Orange team, orange hair. <laughs> Got a match. Got a match, dude. Got to be on brand. <laughs> Uh, so Ryan Finley's not going to be good in prime time is what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to jinx him. Um, let's see. Lev Bell, he had an MRI on Monday, but it sounds like they don't like expect that there's any issue. Um, let's see here. Yeah, they said he was fine too, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mentioned T.Y. He's out for a few more weeks still. Uh, Matt Ryan should be back. That's the game plan. And then um, Sterling Shepard, it sounds like they might just put him on IR. Unless they already really? did and I missed it. But, like, they're taking it really slow because he's still, like, having some symptoms from a second concussion he had, like, however many weeks ago. So Really? Wow, that's yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. So, it's, that's unfortunate. But, yeah, like, honestly, just hold peace okay, like, in general. So. But, yeah, don't expect him back anytime soon. They said we're not talking about injured reserve at this point, but saying that is talking about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to come back before the bye, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, oh, yeah, Evan Ingram. I forgot to mention him. Um, oh, yeah. He's expected to – I think he's probably going to be out this week as they thought. Um, yeah, I think they might have already declared him out. He's seen, like, a I think he's going to be out, like, a few weeks. He might be. Yeah, whatever, whatever the doctor it is they mentioned, it's like – I think it was, like, Anderson or something. I don't know. Um, like, pretty much every time someone with a foot issue goes to see him, they're out for a while. Oh, yeah, Dr. Robert Anderson. Yeah, it's like almost like the, oh, no, this guy's fucked. <laughs> Just because, like, if you're going to that guy, something's real wrong with your foot and you need help. Dr. Anderson. Doesn't have a list, Frank. He has a low-grade midfoot sprain. Which, I mean, like, where, where exactly is the list, Frank? It's good that he doesn't, though. Uh, it could be, like... <laughs> I mean, low-grade midfoot sprain is, like, very vague. Like, I guess there yeah, is so a they chance... they cleared him of a list, Frank. Oh, they did? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not the list, But Frank they're guy. waiting on a second opinion from Dr. Anderson. All right. He's going to be like, no, they're wrong. It is a list. <laughs> <laughs> this is a list, Frank injury. <laughs> <laughs> you can have more Frank, and then you can have list Frank. Okay. <laughs> 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 Doctor, I need you to be straight with me right now. <laughs> Oh, that was always one of my favorite bits in Family Guy. Oh, that, the, I uh, love that doctor, yeah. The doctor that would go on shticks for a really long time. I see, that was fucking great. But I have to tell you, you are going to die. When you see these test results, they're outstanding. I feel like there was like a movie or a show that's not animated that was um, that had that kind of doctor in it, too. I mean, Seinfeld had the, uh, the dentist. Hmm. I know there's one I'm missing. Oh, there's a little, there's a little fruit fly right here. I'm gonna get. Bop. 
Did I get him? Oh, crap, there wasn't enough force on that. Oh, there was. Perfect. Got him. Huh. Just like the Jets' defense. <laughs> but the Jets are the Jets are a free fly? <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> they just got squashed. And it didn't take much force. <laughs> it didn't take any force, really. <laughs> a big rip. Um, let's see. Um, I guess we can... Before, before we get into some of the last year's review, for, for the Thursday night game, um, the relevance. I think Josh Jacobs, um, he's been playing through a shoulder injury, but he's been playing well through it, and he keeps going. Um, obviously, he's expected to play. Um, saying, I mean, after this week, he'll get a lot more time to rest. It, so I don't I don't expect him to miss any time at all. And then, let's see. It sounds like, so Hudson and Brown are both questionable on the line, but it sounds like they'll... Brown's probably going to play. Hudson, watch for him. Because if, if they're missing a center against this pass rush, that's kind of important. Um, it sounds like... So, yeah. I mean, Russell Lacoon came back. He's good. I think everyone on the... Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, their tackle, Sam Tevy, is the only guy who's questionable. Probably unlikely. And then on defense, Perriman is questionable, but he hasn't been practicing. So, we'll see there. And then yeah, that's most everything. On they have... Uh, what's his face back yet? Derwin James... Yeah, I, I think I think I just saw earlier like he's targeting like week thirteen to come back. Okay. And then oh yeah, David Johnson said he expects to play this weekend as well. So because they've got um, they've got a week twelve bye. So week twelve. Yeah. Okay. But um, it's gonna be an interesting game. <laughs> I'm excited. Sort of. I'm excited for the fantasy part of it. It's probably I think the it should be, it. as far as Thursday nights go, a little better than usual yeah. scoring wise. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought you meant. Um, I, so I brought up the Arizona. I thought you meant that game. But um, also yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not excited for that too to watch my Raiders. But um, Raiders. Before we before we get there, the Raiders. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some stuff from uh, from last week. So I guess we'll start with dude Russell Wilson. Man, what a dude he is. He has been on just like a whole other level from everyone else this year. You are a dude. This is a man. <laughs> a big muscular man. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah, like dude. he leads in like pretty much every like efficiency category I think I remember like seeing. I can pull it up, but it's pretty like nasty just how just good he's been. His touchdown to lock it was like from a few weeks ago was just one of the greatest catches I've seen like all year. Yeah, the Lockett just fucking popped. Mm-hmm. Dude, that connection Ugh. is nuts. Yeah, I took Lockett in like the ninth or something league. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody wanted him, and I was like, "Are you guys kidding?" <laughs> yeah, so I paid out for him in our league. Some, what you want to call it, and that worked out well. Um, let's see. Yeah, so Russell Wilson. I'm just gonna go it. He's um, completing seven percent higher than expected for his passes. So like his expected completion is sixty one point two. He's completing sixty eight point two or sixty eight point three actually. The only people ahead of him are Dak and actually Ryan Tannehill, but his sample size is super small, so I expect that to go back to earth. <laughs> Which is odd, but Russell Wilson leads the league in touchdowns. He's only thrown one pick. Yeah, man. One. Yeah. Um And it was to uh the Ravens, right? The game they lost think so yeah i think it was marcus peters actually russell wilson is the best qb rating of quarterbacks who have played like more than one game 
because Brandon Allen had a really good sorry, really good passer rating last game, but just the one game. So. How awesome would be a rematch Super Bowl Seattle Ravens? Oh, I would actually love that. that <laughs> Which was the chicken? <laughs> I just want like I would just want to see those two fucking Titans. Dude, that'd be so good. No, like the top. Um... Like who has the who has more will? Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson? Who has the <laughs> higher willpower? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at, um, I think it was quarterback rating and like, so this is pass rating. I want to find quarterback rating because I like that better. Because those are different things, but all these sites mix them up. Like everyone calls pass rating quarterback rating, but there's pass rating and there's total QBR. All right, so yeah, total QBR, the top five guys are Russ, Dak, Mahomes, Watson, and Lamar. Mm-hmm. Notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few things. Garoppolo is the first white guy on the list at number six. I'd say they're all good at running. Like, they're all good at scrambling quarterbacks, and they're multifaceted. Yeah. I'm just really glad. I hope Bill Pollock, because Bill Pollock actually finally admitted he was wrong on Lamar Jackson after that game. He was like, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> hey, man, I'll respect that. He's the only fucking one to admit it. Yeah, that's the thing. He was like, no, I was Every team was wrong about mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, like Napoleon was like, yeah, I was using like a traditional standard for it to, you know, judge him, and that was wrong. So, yeah, but I know it's it's exciting to see like this kind of changing of the guard. Happen. I know, I know. I mean, the offense of the NFL is shifting a little bit, so yeah, you can't use the fucking same techniques to evaluate quarterbacks as you did in the '60s. Yeah, and it's it's a good like way the cycle's changing is because like so. Like, everyone started doing, setting up the defenses to stop the pass. And so, like, instead of, you know, having these, like, huge run-stopping bruisers kind of thing, like, everyone's, like, not to say, I wouldn't say smaller. but no, they not, are. They're smaller yeah. and faster linebackers. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's good, but, like, the teams, like, that run the ball well, like, you know, like, San Fran and Baltimore can kind of run down your throat. So, that's, like, kind of what Gruden's going for. But also, like, they hadn't... Like, no one was accounting for, like, a running quarterback either in all of this. <laughs> so, like, when when your quarterback is faster than these fast linebackers, it's just like, well, fuck. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> but, anyway. So, it's working. Yeah. And, yeah, so my next thing is here, Lamar, yeah, fuck the Pats. <laughs> I was st- the Patriots. That game made me so happy, dude. That was such a fun game for me to watch. Oh man, yeah, they didn't use zero blitz like at all. <coughs> yeah, because I know we said they wouldn't. We told we fucking said they wouldn't because they didn't do it against Deshaun Watson either. And there's definitely like some parallels between those two and their their ceilings that they have what they're mm-hmm. able to do. Yeah, gosh, that that one run where like I, I everyone saw the play where he like goes back and forth, scrambles around, and like breaks off for a first down and gets near the end zone. I'm just like, what? Like he he splits between his lineman and Kyle Van Noy like without getting touched. I'm like how? Like he cuts over and then splits between two people. I'm like what is he yeah, slippery? Just, yeah, yeah. Dude, he's so he's so fucking slippery, man. Is he the next Michael Vick? You know those like toys you can get like Chuck E. Cheese, like those like slippery things you hold them and they just like, fall through your hands. The what? Like um, it's like. You get it? Like, a lot of times it's like a prize at, like, Dave & Buster's or Chuck E. Cheese or something. And it's like, 
It's like there's like gel or something inside them. Like you squeeze them and they just like pop out of your hands. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That's like that's Lamar Jackson. Like you <laughs> <laughs> just can't. He just slips out of your hands. Just <laughs> just popping all day, baby. Pop pop pop. <laughs> popping down the field every time he makes it. Pop pop. Pop pop No. Pop pop pop. So is that what the Bengals see like every time they try to tackle someone? Is one of those like slippery toy things? Like <laughs> whoop whoop. Nah. You can like make that old animation sound of like slipping on a banana peel. Like <laughs> every time they like go to tackle someone. Oh man. Apparently that's the brown guy too. You play yakety sax over it and it's just a comedy. Just <laughs> 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 slipping all around falling on the ground before they sorry we're just shitting on them they're, did, did you know, anyone they're, did anyone do that for the for that niners game down. that was like really messy did anyone like make any <laughs> no, they like should have done that for the niners with the yeah. mud against the redskins right yeah i wonder if anyone did that i'll look around for it but anyway <laughs> um let, let's talk about all the good stuff and then go start shitting on people so cardinal the cardinals like i their offense is getting more competent each week and like against the niners too yeah, that was impressive. I like their offense is keeping them in games, which we said in the offseason. Yeah. Kenny and Drake is such a good fit there. I know. It's a match made in heaven, man. Mm-hmm. If TJ keeps getting hurt, like, you know. Yeah, because Edmonds is hurt right now. I mean, they, obviously they signed Drake because Edmonds is hurt. So, like. I know. Like, I think they want to use more, like, a cycle through running backs that are all gifted in pretty similar ways. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, both of them can line up as a receiver and both of them can go in the backfield. Like, it sounds like they want to just use David Johnson as, like, a receiver mostly now, which makes right. sense. They should. He's, I mean, you said it earlier. Is he the best receiver on the Cardinals? Yeah. Because, I mean, okay. If they, if they do, like, Drake, DJ, Kirk, Fitz, and then whoever one else, you know, tied in another receiver, like, that's probably their best formation is, you know, having those four guys out there. And then I guess, you know. Then say, you know, pick your guy. Yeah. Clay or Isabella or, you know, whoever else, Keyshawn is out there. But I think two back set, like, makes the most sense for them. I, I think, agree. I think Cliff would do that. Of course. Fucking throw the offense out there, man. Run down the field. Yeah. We run so. it, baby. So that's that's fun. I'm, I'm who do they play this at Tampa? That's gonna be a so that's gonna be a, a fun game to watch, like offense at least. Oh yeah, and of course Larry Fitzgerald is still Larry Fitzgerald. He has the mm-hmm. best hands. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by Christian Kirk this week, but we'll get to that. Um, we'll get there. So this is just the year of Christian McCaffrey. Like I said, yeah. after week one, I think I announced that like Christian McCaffrey was was the pick of the four, and that's yeah, dude. He's on pace to have like the best fantasy season ever. That's absurd. I mean, he really every week is just disgusting. Yeah, it's absurd. Like, if you have him on your team, like you're probably playoff bound. If not, what the fuck did you do wrong? Um, <laughs> and then, and again like, in, in DFS, like I'm just paying up for him every week. It's worth it every week. Because like he needs to get like 30 points. I'm like, but he does every week. <laughs> so. He's nuts. I mean, yeah, he's uh I mean even against the Titans who have a solid run defense, like it's not bad. Yeah, and one forty six for two plus a receiving touchdown. Like he had thirty six points against the Titans. And they get the Packers this week who the Chargers handled soundly, which 
that, okay. Let's I, okay. I guess we can kind of transfer into the Chargers. So what? Who are the Chargers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> they, they came into the like year with a lot of hype. They were bad. <laughs> yeah, but, and now they're picking it back up. But like nobody understands why they're not good because they didn't make any noticeable changes other than <laughs> losing a few players like to injury. But they it doesn't translate to as bad as they have been. So like it feels like they should be better, doesn't it? I mean, it's that's the Chargers for you, like. <laughs> It's like they they ran it all over Green Bay without any problem, and like the passing game was working. It just wasn't the touchdowns weren't coming in the passing game. But like, I mean, he still had three hundred yards and was twenty one for twenty eight. Like, yeah, he had, that's he had pretty a really damn good, game. good. Just bad touchdown luck and tons of field goals, man. One, two, three, four field goals. Four, <laughs> one, two, three, four, four. Yeah, I think people are calling him like the money badger or something now. <laughs> <What? Pretty> funny. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. I think it's pretty good. Money badger. I love like when they people like hype up kickers just because like I don't know it's just fun to do. I know it's like you know. <laughs> yeah. It's humorous. But yeah, so like, are the Chargers good? I don't know. So anyway. Um, in the division, though, the Raiders' O line, man, that's that's that O line is good, like really good. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, that's that's I'm gonna happy be a matchup for tonight. you. That's like I personally think it's the most important part of pretty much any team, especially now. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, look, think about how many teams have bad O lines in the in the league. Perhaps. It's a lot of them. I mean, like, yeah, look at the Browns and what the <laughs> fuck is happening there. Like, <laughs> they traded Kevin Zeitler and their line is infinitely worse. Uh-huh, so. Who is their best lineman? Yeah, they're, they're in some trouble. They're a rough time for that team. But, yeah, like, the like the other, like, the other, a couple years ago when the Raiders were really good and Carr was performing really well, it was when the O-line was, like, the best in the league, so. It's like at least two to three teams in each division have bad O-lines. And then the teams with good O-lines are good. It's not like... It, I don't understand why it's not emphasized more. Don't you think it's so goddamn important? <laughs> why is nobody doing this? <laughs> why is nobody doing this? Why do the Jets have a bad O-line every fucking year? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, look, so look at the Colts. Like, they're, like, the best example of a team that, like, is still good. Yeah, Quentin fucking Nelson, dude. Mm. <laughs> he was worth that sixth like pick in spades and folds and all kinds of currency. Did you say folds? I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of, he's coming back this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be interesting for the for the Jags there. I'm I'm intrigued by that. But um, so we do know the Cowboys will continue to beat bad teams. That's their thing. Yep. That's a given. Um, and then I guess the Bills are the new Cowboys, or I wrote Cowbots on accident. But, I mean, what, what is a Bill but a Cowbot? What is a Bill but a Cowbot? <laughs> so that's my top-notch philosophy there. But, like, I mean, they beat the team they're supposed to because their defense is pretty good. So Yeah, defense is uh, solid. 
what was that one chart I was looking at? They were pretty good on that, weren't they? Oh yeah, that that chart as far as like defensive and offensive history. Yeah, the Bills like were, um, and they're like the they're Bills just were about, like they're pretty yeah. average on the defensive efficiency, but average defensive are. efficiency like well, pretty. Blah, it's kind of funny that like they're good. Like it feels like they shouldn't be, but they just are. They are winning games. Yeah, they're not as good as their record at the moment, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all. It's gonna regress a little bit for them, unfortunately, with the harder schedule. Yeah, and they are. They're plus twenty-seven in point differential. Oh, oh, yeah. the, the Patriots are ahead of the Dolphins right now in, in our in our thing from earlier in the year when we were talking about who would be more negative or more positive because the Dolphins won, um, so I threw it off. But so the Patriots are now plus one seventy-two, and the Dolphins are minus one fifty-three. Oh shit! We really thought the Dolphins were gonna. <laughs> We're going to win that battle. <laughs> Intense. Yeah, and then they played the Jets. And all went to shit. <laughs> it's funny to think about. But anyway, where were we? Um, but yeah, the Bills are... They find a way to get it done most weeks. Um, but a team that has not found a way to get it done most weeks, uh, aside from, I guess, the Cowboys one week, was um, the, the Jets. I'll let you go. Go ahead. Uh, what do I have to? They're they're bad. You don't have to. They're real bad. Their line still sucks. Their play calling still sucks. They're fucking like lost to a team that was trying to lose. Basically, I mean, yeah, it was Adam Gase, and I think they, honestly, I think they kind of wanted to win because they wanted to beat Adam Gase. Yeah. Um, but. So there was definitely some motivation there that they might not have had in other games, but it's still pretty ridiculous and inexcusable. So I don't understand how Gase is actually still the coach of the team right now. I think he should already be fired. Yeah, I feel like losing <laughs> to the Dolphins should get you fired. That should get you fired because no one else has done it this year. <laughs> yeah, like I'd argue, like if you lose to the team that's trying to lose, like <laughs> it's abysmal. Yeah, there was just I don't know. Like they do they do need a no line. I will like give them that one excuse that their line is literally so bad that it's hard to even really evaluate them, but it's very unfortunate to say the least. They do get Herndon back this week though. Yeah. Which right. will help the offense some just in general at least. Yeah, I think he'll be a, a nice target for Darnold. Mm-hmm. I mean Ryan Griffin's been doing well, so Oh, yeah. He's the only guy that scored. Yeah, that was funny. So I'm like, is that just going to be Herndon now? Are they going to do a committee? Like, anyway. I mean, they have a great matchup this week, but mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, the Colts kicking is not good. Um, part of it's Vinny. Part of it's the operation. Like, I know we talked about the video that McAfee put up about, like, explaining, like, how the whole operation of a kick works and, like, if it goes wrong, it's probably a group effort. Yeah. I mean, the snapper, like, fucked up the uh, snap form, didn't he? Yeah, because, like, when the laces come facing the kicker, that's mostly the snapper's fault is what what I gather from it. So. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, it's funny. Like I saw someone say, like they're on like their third, like they were on their third string quarterback, and the problem was the Hall of Fame kicker. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, sad but true. 
He is though. It's just it's sad when he misses, and you're like, oh no, is he? Is he hitting it? Is he hitting the wall? I mean, he's he's old as fuck, dude. What is he like, forty three or some shit? Uh huh. Around there. Yeah, he's old as balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me look it up. I thought he was forty. He's forty six. He's forty six. What the fuck, dude? He's forty six. Yeah, yeah. No one fucking blames him from struggling when he's forty six. But anyway, um, the Browns. Man, Freddy Kitchenette, Lil, Lil Tyke, yeah, Lil Tyke's Kitchen, whatever we call him. <laughs> Lil Tyke's Playground. Yeah, that, that was the uh, Browns this weekend. Good lord, what the fuck was that? That should have been such an easy win for them. How do you lose? Like, I, I said it, Brandon Allen looks like he's going to throw a pick six. Like Just looking at his face, and he... And he balled on him. <coughs> Brandon fucking Allen balled on them, dude. Yeah. Like, that Noah Fant touchdown just, like, destroyed their will. Like, I love, love, let's, let's go, like, you know, like, arm, let's go, like, psychiatrist, whatever, armchair analyst, whatever you want to call it here for a second. Like, did that just break the Brown spirit for the year? And just, like, and there's just <coughs> no chance of coming back from it. <laughs> the Noah Fant touchdown. Yeah. Because, okay, let me look at exactly when that happened in the game. Because it was... Okay, so, yeah, so that got that got Denver up 14-3. to And then it was just field goals from there on out. Like, like did that just, like, break the Browns' will? It might have, dude. It might have. Because, <laughs> like, okay, like, the Bills are better than the Broncos. Like, the Steelers are better than the Broncos. The Dolphins aren't. Steelers, then they could beat the Bengals, like Cardinals, like will they even go beat the fucking Cardinals? Like how did this how did this team destroy the Ravens? That's what I don't get. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because like I remember seeing stuff about how they're way better. I think it was like way better out of twelve personnel than out of eleven personnel or something. And they were just running way too much eleven personnel for what they were doing. I don't know, but clearly something's wrong. Like Maybe, like, let Todd Munkin call the plays. Like, the guy who made Fitz, Fitzmagic and Jameis work really well last year. Like, maybe let that happen. I don't know. Maybe just, you know, try that out. <laughs> but it's not working. Yeah, Freddie, I don't, I mean, I think a lot of blame goes on Kitchens. Yeah, I mean, the O-line is terrible, too, though. That's the thing. The line is terrible. But they're not, like, clicking as a team offensively. Yeah. And, like, and, Baker's not playing well. Like, no. This, I mean, he's been under pressure a lot, but he's not playing well. So, and so, like, I guess kind of moving, jumping around a tad, like, so, like, Odell and then Keenan as well. Where where are we at with these guys as far as, you know, because a lot of trade deadlines are coming up. So, like, ours, like, one of our leagues is today. Everyone's on Saturday. Like, a lot of deadlines are up soon. How are you approaching, you know, Odell and Keenan Allen? I don't own either of them. So, I didn't want either of them, I guess, um, <laughs> in any league. Uh, who, so between the two, who do you feel better about rest of the season? Probably, if I had to pick one. <sighs> See, I always worry about Keenan Allen because I think he's injury prone. And that's a big deterrent for me because I don't like not having him like a ton of the time. And he's been better the past two years, but yeah. Like aside from, like aside from his like ACL stuff, like 
He hasn't had any, like, he hasn't really been, like, minorly hampered much. Well, he, like, lacerated something, and then he had, like, some knee things. Like, he's missed, I've had him before, and he's just missed <laughs> too, too much time. So I, I kind of usually stay away from him. I just like the upside Odell can potentially bring if they do connect that, like, I, if I had Odell, I probably wouldn't trade him. Because if he did pop off and I traded him to someone else and then I had to play them in the playoffs or something to- and he was on a straight like a stride, I'd lose and be very upset. Yeah. So I mean, are, would you be trying to buy either of these guys? No. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing though. It's like you probably can't get your value selling them, but you no one wants to no one wants to buy them. It's so, like I was saying, like I was looking at because like I, I so. Sort of selfishly, but I've luckily heard a bunch of people talk about Odell that I don't feel bad about it. But like, like what's 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 his equivalent right now? I mean, like, how much more valuable is he, or is he not more valuable than like DJ Chark or something? Like, right? Like, who would you rather have to finish out the season? Probably Chark. That's the thing. Like, it's the fact that it isn't just Odell hands down is a big problem. The thing that sucks is now we have Foles, and we don't know if that'll change things too much. But I think he still went for Chark when he played. So yeah, so I, I was looking at that the last brief, night. The brief, like little window we have of it. Like I think Chark is just solidified now in the lineup that he'll be getting just fine in terms of targets. Yeah, like Foles had just a beautiful pass to um to Chark week one. Like that was his touchdown week one was from Foles. So yep, but. Yeah, odds are you probably just have to stick it out with these guys. Like the thing is, I I think I feel a little better about Keenan Allen bouncing back just because we know he, like, what like his whole career he's just streaky. Like he started the season on fire and it's cold and it's like, is he going to end the season on fire? Probably. Like, I hope so. He's had such a good year. I'd like to see it keep going. Mm-hmm. But wow, that's wild. He's only scored touchdowns in two games this year of his nine. I feel like that's really? going to switch back. Yeah, because he had a two-touchdown game in week three. He had a touchdown in week one, but he just hasn't scored any touchdowns aside from that. That feels like something that'll switch back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dell's only had a touchdown in one game this year. Yep. Only one game. Man, yeah. Like They're both guys who should start getting more touchdowns, you think, but... Yeah, it's just like it sucks because if you've held on to them this long, they've been hurting you this long. Yeah, but dude, Leonard Fournette is... <laughs> I think he has the worst touchdown luck of anyone. <laughs> I think it's a, not a bad chance to like buy low on one of them if you are in a position of winning and just want to like potentially solidify your lineup with someone that could bust open for the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Keenan... Allen, so he's got like Oakland, Kansas City by Denver, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Oakland. Which I mean, Minnesota's past defense hasn't been like scary lately, really. Yeah, and yeah, the Browns do have a slightly easier secondary. You see, Odell gets the rest of the year. He gets um, Buffalo, Pitt, Miami, Pitt, Cincy, Arizona, Baltimore. Mm, yeah, it's not that's great either. Like, <laughs> I mean, you get Arizona since he. Well, Arizona's got Pat Pete now, though, too. That's true. That makes Pat me Pete. less happy about that. But uh, uh, stick it out, and then um, the Jaguars um, wonder. 
these were your words. Um, what what would you say exactly? I said, when you're playing across the pond, you better bring your boat. <laughs> yeah, without Bortles, they can't win in London, I guess, huh? I guess not, man. Bortles was the li- the London link. Man, but for what it's worth, I am, I am really in on buying the Jag right now. Like, especially during the bye week, too. Like, if someone, like, needs a win now, then, like, I don't know, because like, their playoff schedule is so nice. Oh, like, fantasy-wise, their schedule. Because yeah. Yeah, after Chuck, their Chuck. bye, it's Indy, Tennessee, Tampa, Chargers, Oakland, Atlanta. And then Oakland, Atlanta in 15 and 16. Like, give me a piece of those Jags. Which sounds weird to say, but... <laughs> and then... Lastly, we'll, we'll we'll cap our our poopers our poopy situations with uh, just Trubisky and that Bears passing game just failing. It's just yeah. he, he has destroyed Allen Robinson's value now at this point, <laughs> which He's I didn't not think scored possible. a touchdown in like <laughs> in how many weeks? It's like five of seven or something yeah, dude, like that. Trubisky's just not not someone you want. It's absurd. Uh, and it just makes it like even more funny when you think of the guys they passed on. They traded up for the honor to take Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> ahead of. Ahead of. Wait for it. Good old Holmes and Watson. And then they doubled down on it by, you know, this is our guy. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. The tragedy so, of the Bears. <laughs> so I, I wonder if they're gonna like say fuck it and move on soon, or if they're gonna like try to stick with them for too long. I don't know. I kind of think they might move him after the year. Yeah, it's really just Nagy versus like Bears ownership because like ownership GM will probably want to stick with it too long, and Nagy Nagy's probably fed up. Yeah, it's like please give me someone who can actually be a quarterback. But so. Um, some of our hits and misses from last week. Um, I mean, that Seattle-Tampa game was solid. Um, Sanu worked out. Um, avoiding Cleveland and Denver was a good call. Um, Jacobs, Carr, and Stafford were good. Ertz finally worked out. Um, my, my, the sneaky uh, Pittsburgh defense call worked out, although Hoyer aided that. Um, Kirk Cousins was good, um, passing to random people. And then... Uh, John Brown was solid. He didn't, you know, pop off your touchdown. But John Brown has been, like, really consistent, dude. Yeah, he's like how Lockett used to be. Yeah. You know, like, he got you 10 points. Yeah, he's like, he hasn't been under 50 yards at all this year. And he's gotten, like, four or five receptions pretty much every game. But, like, you know he can give you the long bomb, too, though. So that's nice. Yeah, he can always haul that in. He's good for it. Mm-hmm. Cleveland this week <laughs> in Miami. Interesting. <clears throat> oh yeah. Look out. And then um some misses. The Jags offense stalled out. Um Mitchell didn't work out and then um Fournette in PPR okay. league he, he he kept you afloat with the catches, but not not great there. Um the Chargers passing game it so that was I am gonna say that was kind of just touchdown based because like the two rushing touchdowns with the Melvin Gordon and like Mike Williams had a good day, Rivers had a lot of yards, it just didn't Connect on yeah, touchdowns. it didn't correlate to wide receiver touchdowns. Yeah. Although, although Keaton Allen was kind of kind of non-existent, which is a bummer. Um, Nick Chubb did not work out. Uh, Browns did not work out. The Browns did not work out. It was pitiful. Yeah, the San Fran running backs didn't didn't get much going. The Arizona was actually able to like stop them decently, and then they were just you know having their way in the air with it too. So Emmanuel Sanders has been balling out. 
him and Kale had solid games. And then it's crazy what can happen when you go to a well run team. A competent organization and team yeah, offense, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Denver. Um but You didn't just beat the Browns, so you're still more confident than Cleveland. <laughs> a team who I'm not sure is more confident than Cleveland or Denver. Uh the Bears. Um A Rob did not have a good game. Man, like I said, yeah. Trubisky man. Five targets, one catch, six yards. Um, yeah. yeah. Ebron didn't work out. It was a Doyle week. Um, Jets just didn't work out in general. Unless you play Jameson Crowder, but he wasn't really even on a radar is the funny part. We were kind of everywhere else with that. And then uh, Diggs didn't work out despite uh, Thielen going down. Um, Kirk, Kirk ended up spreading it around a lot. Like the Quan Treadwell's leading receiver, which is hilarious. Like Rudolph, Amir Abdullah, and Ola B.C. Johnson got the touchdowns. Yeah, dude, fucking Abdullah. When Amir Abdullah's catching the touchdown, you know, it's some fuckery. Oh, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> but, anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on Move on to this week. So, um... Ba-ba-bum. Yep. Picks last week. Last week was tougher on picks. You were uh, 7-7. I was 9-5. Um, so your lock hit... Your lock was the Colts, right? Oh wait, wait, did I? uh, Oh, that was previous week. No, that that might have been the previous. Yeah, so the Colts did not win. Who who was your lock? Your lock was Cleveland. Oop, upset was Detroit. Oop, oop, missed on those. Yeah, so it was it was tough. We were trying to like kind of force some of those last week. Um, I I double locked in Philly and Oakland, and uh, and upset was Baltimore. That was that was what I used. I think I said that's what I used my money on in my in the parlay. I had like two and a half bucks left in Bovada and 10 X it with like a parlay on those three teams. <laughs> Damn. It was Very funny. nice. Yeah. So, I, I ended up taking the, uh, the over, I bet the overs on the Raiders lions and then the Buccaneers Seattle game. And that was a great payout. Nice. <clears throat> oh yeah, baby, baby. Yeah, so overall season, you're 85, 47, and 1. I'm 81, 52, and 1. So we're doing pretty solid. We're doing really well compared to like other people. Yeah. So let me see. You're 85 plus 47. So 85 divided by 85 divided by 132. Yeah, so like 60 you're, something. Yeah, 64% there for you. Right. That's pretty good. And then let me see. So 81 divided by um, 123. Oh, wait, that was not right. 133. Whoops. Damn it. I, I can't press these buttons right. I Okay, the fucking one is not activating. Damn it. <laughs> I pulled up my phone calculator trying to do this, and it just won't press the fucking one. Damn. All right, I'm at 61%. So, so like, that's pretty good. Above 60 is pretty good in general. Above 60 is better than most people. I, I would like to be 70. That's, like, really good. Mm-hmm. That means you're like pretty competent on your picks, but I'm happy with 64. I'm happy in the 60s. Yep, but I was happy Baltimore won. Um, so moving on to this week here, we've got our Sunday night or sorry Thursday night game, which I'm unsure of currently of um, who to who to roll with here. I keep going back and forth. I initially had Oakland, then I thought the Chargers, and now I'm like unsure. I know where my heart is. My heart is always on Oakland, but I don't. If if, if their center misses, that's gonna probably be the edge I need to pick the Chargers. So th- this is gonna end up being a pick I make like right before games. 
I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do know. I we both like Hunter Henry here. Yes, yes, I love Hunter Henry here. Yeah, he's in a good spot. Um, Oakland has struggled against tight ends. And, um, I mean, you, you pass on Oakland. Like, I like the Chargers passing game here in general, too. Yeah, they should, last the week, wide but... receivers should do pretty well. Yeah, this this is hopefully the Keenan Allen bat, bounce back we're, like, looking for. Who is uh, Oakland's slotty guy? Um, that's a good question. Let me pull that up. Let's see. Oakland's slot guy is... Um, is it Trayvon Mullen? No. Not Daryl Worley. He's the other... Their their world has been really good, by the way. Do they not really have like a designated slot corner? No, doesn't look like it. Huh. They just kind of like put people on guys. How's Joiner been for you? Um, looking so. I mean, Worley will go in the slot. Yeah, how's Joiner? Let me take a look at Joiner. Um, oh, he's a slot corner. There we go. He was listed under safeties here. That was weird. So yeah, Joiner. Oh, jo- really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, I see him listed as free safety, yeah. Yeah, no, but he's he's been their slot corner most of the time, and he's been struggling. <laughs> so he's allowing a 120 pass rating on the year. Let me, like, navigate to the last three, like, like last few weeks. Oh, God, it's gotten worse. <laughs> 154.2 from week six to eight. Jesus, we have our Keaton Allen week. Hmm... This kind of lines up nice. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. Because <laughs> I know that there are parts of the Raiders secondary that are good. Mm-hmm. Like Daryl Worley's been really freaking good. Yeah, exactly. So. And then I knew LaMarcus Joyner. He was pretty solid with the Rams as a safety. But apparently as a slot corner, it's not good. It's not, yeah. I'm curious why they're doing that. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Huh. I guess it's just like they just kind of put him there. It's been bad. Oh gosh, yeah, because he's really bad against man, and Keenan eats up man. <laughs> All right. All right. So something to look forward to is the yeah we have matchup. our Keenan Allen week. Is that skewing the game for you at all? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But so I guess looking at their other corners. Um, I said Daryl Worley's been pretty good. So whenever Keenan Allen's not in the slot, I imagine he'll get Daryl Worley. He said he's been awesome. Um, although, I, I guess Mike Williams will... Because like Daryl Worley goes in the slot a little bit. So like, I don't know if maybe they'll just say, like, fuck it, guard Keenan Allen the whole game. Because, like, I don't think they... Like, they don't think they want to, like, put Keenan Allen on some shithead. I mean, but, that's true. They move. They, the thing is, they move everyone around. Like the, the Chargers, are one of those teams that will move everyone around a lot. Like if you look at Mike Williams, like it's almost an even split of left, right, and slot for where he lines up. And Keenan Allen's like half slot, and then you know about say like about twenty five percent of the other sides. So like, mm-hmm. hmm, yeah. I mean, they could do that. They could just put Worley on Allen. But if they do that, then Mike Williams is gonna be. Like wide open. Yeah, because yeah, outside of Worley, they kind of they kind of struggle. So, I mean, if I were them, I would probably want like my safety <laughs> on fucking Hunter Henry, you know, and then Worley on Keenan Allen, mm-hmm. and then some combination of Joiner, like making sure that 
Mike Williams doesn't get deep. Yeah. Hmm. So, you never know. I mean, they're a well-coached team. I'll say it again. We were right about fucking Gruden. But, yeah, if uh, if Keenan Allen gets um, Joyner on him in the slot, man, that's not ideal. No. We'll have to wait and see. When you're watching tonight, look for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, any, any, or how do you feel about, like, Jacobs here? Hmm. <laughs> um, like, I think he's just good, so I'm not going to bench him. If I have him. How do you no. feel about him, like, performance-wise like, tonight, though? It doesn't look ideal, it, but I still think he'll do fine. I think he'll, like, I think he has a floor of at least 10. Like, I think he hits double digits. Because regardless of how much they do end up having to pass, because I do think, you know, Chargers pass offense should be doing okay. That'll inspire Oakland to have to do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like he's too involved in the game plan. They don't like take him out. Really. Yeah, that's the thing. Like their O line is good enough that like it really you know pushes Jacobs you know to get fancy day most weeks. So bully people with their O line and slow the game down and take some time and run with Jacobs and Gruden. I like it. I mean, man, I trust Gruden as a coach to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I don't know where to go with this game. I'm still not sure. <laughs> it's really tough. I've seen a lot of pro Oakland things this week, and it's making me nervous. <laughs> you know? <sighs> yeah, because it's always things where like, oh, like, this team, like, what, what's what's the spread right now on this game? It Oakland was favored by one and a half, now Chargers are favored by one and a half. So yeah. a lot of the money's moving on. Yeah. The one thing I will say is if you're a point differential guy, Los Angeles is strongly like in favor because they have uh they're 183 to 168 in points for uh, forced first allowed. And then uh, Oakland is 182 to 216. Yeah. I remember I was looking at that earlier. When I was looking at point differentials. Yeah. Like chargers are positive rates or negative on it. And the chargers have a losing record and they're positive. So, like that's yeah, those one chargers of those... and their luck, man. I know. For me, that swings a little more chargers, which is probably where I'm gonna go. But I like. I want to take Oakland. I yeah, just, no, like, I just like seeing them do well. <laughs> my heart says Oakland. My head is unsure. But anyway, I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. Thing. It is a div- it is a divisional game. Like mm-hmm. it's in Oakland too. So not to forget that. But moving on, um, Detroit at Chicago. We both have Detroit because um, we can't really feel good about Mitch. Yeah, exactly. I, think it's the gist I mean, of it. matchup wise, like if Mitch was competent, they would be primed for a, a win here. Yeah, because matchup wise, like you know, Chicago has been weaker against the run, where Detroit doesn't have a run game. Yeah, <laughs> like and go ahead. Nary has been bad lately. They've been allowing the most yards fucking the quarterback and quarterback rating, but the Bears offense is really weak in the pass department. Like if it was good that would be a win for them, but Yeah, like I said, I'm 
I David Montgomery should have a good day, but the thing is, they, like they've lost when David Montgomery's had good days. So like, I don't feel like weird picking it like that because normally you don't want to pick a running back even they're going to lose. But like, he's been good in losses with the last two games, right? Or let me check. I think so because they lost to the Eagles and he had a good game. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah he lost. He two touchdowns, and then yeah. the previous week they lost, and he also had a good game against. I think it was the Chargers. Yeah. They should have, they should, they really should have won that game, but you hate a good week. So like, the matchup says run the ball. They want to run the ball because Trubisky is uh, bitch turd Bisky. <laughs> so sorry, I've been calling him by the proper name for a bit, but Trubisky. Yeah, but I mean, all this being said, like the the Lions passing game isn't is not benchable right now. At least for the most part, like I right, mean, like it's just all Stafford right now mm-hmm. with no with no carry on. Yeah, which that's honestly that's saying it's the best iteration of your team, personally. But and yeah, so I uh, I am still high on Galladay because we've seen the past few weeks. Let me see if I can pull it up really quickly. Just like Chicago has allowed a number one receiver to do pretty well, and I think part of that is because the offense is so bad mm-hmm. that the defense just gets fucking tired of being out there the whole <laughs> game. You know, um, <laughs> like it's it like, would drive me fuck, crazy man. too. Like, I mean, Ertz technically was the number one receiver. He had nine receptions, 103 yards, touchdown. But, like, you go back and um, it was the big one was the Saints. Michael Thomas was nine receptions, 131 yards that game. And then uh, what was the other one? Like, before that, too, uh, Diggs did fine against them. Seven receptions, 108 yards. So, like... When they have like a number one guy like Galladay, he might not get the score. It looks like, but he's still gonna get like a hundred yards on the ground and a good amount of receptions. Mm-hmm. Like those were like seven to nine receptions each time. Yeah, I know you're so, not. That's oh, good. So yeah, I'm definitely still high on Galladay, and yeah, I am less high on um on Jones because of that. Like, I don't think he'll be bad because I think they're just going to throw so much. But a lot of times in these matchups, you've seen the trend of it is only one guy that's getting most of the targets and receptions and catches. Like, the Michael Thomas game, the next guy was, like, nothing. And, like, likewise for Diggs. And... Yeah, may, may I offer a um, – let me, let me put this up. Yeah, may I offer a counterpoint? Um, it is a divisional game. It is. Does that – Slay you for Marvin Jones at all? <laughs> yeah, I know he does. He tends to do well in divisional games, but I, I just think it's unlikely that a lot of this, like, there's a lot of touchdowns scored by the wide receivers. Yeah, I don't think this is. I don't think this ends up high scoring. Yeah, I will say you can probably take the kickers in this. I, I can get behind Matt Prater. I don't want. I don't want the Bears kicker. I think there's a lot of yardage thrown, not a lot of touchdowns. He's kind of a lower scoring game. Yeah, Gaudi did pretty well against the Bears last year for what it's worth. Um, six catches, 78 and one, then five for 90. So it's pretty solid. Yeah, over under is 41 and a half. Yeah, that sounds right. This this is kind of a mid game to target. I'm not huge on it in general, but. I might take the under on that. There's a couple of these games, I'll, if I feel a certain way, I'll say if I would take the under or over because mm-hmm. I like doing that. Defenses, I think is I think it's gonna be low scoring, but I don't know if I want any of the defenses in this game. I don't think I would. Nah, Chicago's not gonna pass enough for me to want to try to target Trubisky 
And like, I don't know. So I mean, yeah, but Slay's probably gonna get a pick. So <laughs> I would not be surprised. I kind of expect it. Um, next up, we've got Baltimore, Cincinnati. Uh, we both have Baltimore. Uh, just all over Baltimore. Anyone you can get there. Lamar, Brown, Mandrews, Ingram. Heck, maybe even Gus Edwards if you're feeling frisky or desperate. Um, I don't want to touch Cincinnati. You know, Baltimore's kicker defense. Like Baltimore onslaught is where I'm at with this. Uh huh. <laughs> they're favored by yes, 10 they're favored like, by 10 that sounds about like usually when it's like a huge favorite like that i'm like that's a little much but like it's a little much considering it's in cincinnati and they just came off a bye week but when you consider I, no aj green and ryan finley yeah exactly no aj green ryan finley and i don't think their coach is good enough to know what to do during a bye week sorry he seems yeah. really inexperienced um so <laughs> the ravens are just significantly better yes all so. in all, like on every facet, and John Harbaugh's a good coach. He doesn't play down. Mm-hmm. I know you like um, you like Marquise Brown a lot this week. Yeah, Marquise Brown's gonna fucking take one home this week. He should. I, I like agree. um, I like this thing. A lot of times in divisional matchups, you have teams play each other twice a year, and I like seeing the one and one game where like guy plays the team twice like in this instance marquise brown he didn't get to play since he the first time Mm. as you see it we're like the first game the first time they play not a great outing and then the second time they play it's a great outing so i'm like they don't have any past experience with brown and he's kind of been off radar a little bit and their secondary is absolute trash from like head to toe yeah and he could this could easily be a week where he catches a slant and houses it yeah, I mean, I think it could literally be one of the first plays of the game. It's just a, a house slant to Marquise Brown. And then maybe he doesn't do anything the rest of the game because they just run from there with, with Lamar and Ingram, but he still has that one. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling the uh, I'm calling the one game. He's getting it. Yeah, I, I like the idea for this to be a passing tune-up because like, it might not be like Lamar. It could just, you know, run for 200 yards. Like, mm-hmm. in the realm of possibility, which is funny to think about. But, yeah. And that's that game. So, um, Buffalo at Cleveland. Uh, we both have Buffalo here, actually. I'm going to laugh when this is the game that Cleveland's like, nope. I know, and that seems to be the thing everyone's calling, which is why I'm not taking it. <laughs> there, like, what is what is there for me to believe that they can beat Buffalo, no matter where they're playing? I just, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, we have decided that buffalo beats up on bad teams so at the end of the day the question you have to ask yourself is is cleveland a good team that's struggling or a bad team that's like just bad mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and i'd like i've seen a lot of people saying the browns are gonna go on like a five six game stretch and like win a bunch of games in a row but i'm not as sold on it there's this thing where the O-line is really bad, and the Bills have a solid defense. They have a very solid defense. Yeah. They're going to eat that O-line, dude. Yeah, let me look at, um, I guess, like, production allowed to running backs by the Bills. So, okay, the, you can't, the, what, that's the, okay, that was right. The one thing you can get the Bills on is running, though. So. Yes, yes. Is, uh, is Kareem Hunt like back, that. right? Mm-hmm. It's Kareem so, Hunt. I mean, the the one way the way the way Cleveland wins this is using Chubb and Hunt, which I don't I don't know how much they use Hunt. They might just use them as Dontrell Hilliard. I don't know. Um, but the, the the way the Browns can win this is by running a bunch, mm-hmm. or no, I said running a bunch, but like 
getting an effective running game going against the Bills. Because yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't want to pass on them. And it, I assume it's going to be gross in Cleveland this weekend. I don't know. Like, I'm in Cincy. It's going to be at least really fucking cold this weekend. It's supposed to snow here Monday. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I'll look into the Cleveland weather, I guess. But but yeah, okay. I do like Singletary. Yeah, yeah. I, Singletary should have a pretty good week. Um, see, look at the, the Browns. It's funny because like, the Browns' defense hasn't been like terrible. It's just they have not they've had a hard time getting much going as a team, and it's hard for your defense to perform well like that, like we've talked about. But yeah, you, you can. They should be able to run around the Browns and have Singletary get a good game, dude. Like the the fit between the Bills line and Devin Singletary is such a perfect fit for like running style and like the way they block. It's excellent. It's beautiful. Like they match their scheme right in Madden. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like McDermott has been solid as a coach. Yeah. I mean, I. I feel like I at least said multiple times that I really liked him. I think he was doing the right things and had a good head on his shoulders. So, like, uh, yeah, this is a uh, – he's turning it around. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they, they have a clear plan, which I, I like, which I, I will always get behind a team that, like, even if I don't agree with the plan, if they, like, very obviously are on the same track, like, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. So. And they just need like a few more pieces here and there at key positions and some depth to really like bring it all home. Like second, they'll have Knox in his second year next year, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they could add like another good receiver and like boost up the line a little bit more, like oh yeah, solid. Hell, man! If they had Corey Davis, that would be nice. That'd be that's interesting to think about. <laughs> like instead of Beasley, <laughs> I mean that that would be an upgrade, I'd say. Hmm, I'm thinking they have John Brown, Corey Davis, and Cole Beasley. How much different is that from AJ Brown, Corey Davis, and Adam Humphreys? <laughs> <laughs> it's not very. That's hilarious. Oh, but man. yeah, so you got me thinking. I'm pulling up like O line rankings, and yeah, Buffalo their O line is kind of weaker. That's one of their issues. Yep, that's like their probably their biggest issue. Along with that, uh, Cleveland. Oh, they do get they get um. Greg Robinson back, which I don't know how much that'll help Cleveland, but yeah, but I'm looking through this. I mean, yeah, you look at the teams like New Orleans, Dallas, like, huh, good old line, like Oakland, good old line, like they're overperforming, huh? <laughs> so right. Anyway, it's important. Mm-hmm. But aside from Singletary, like, obviously, like you're not gonna bench Chubb. You're probably not benching Odell unless you're flush with options, but I'm not huge on this game environment in general. Like I don't like I'm not worried about like targeting this game in any specific manner. No, yeah, I'm kind of sticking with the run game in this one. Mm-hmm. Avoiding the quarterbacks. Everyone's just gonna run, run, run. So either defense you would take. Yes, either actually. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Because. One gets Josh Allen, and one gets the Browns. Yeah, and Baker Mayfield's been a turnover machine. Dude, yeah. Like, he... Like, are, are, is he past Jameis now for picks? He might be after last week. Because I know, like, they were tied. Um, oh, gosh. At least in total turnovers. Jameis. Let me pull that off. But, yeah, that game's kind of meh. So, 
Um, next up, Kansas City at Tennessee. We both have Kansas City because Mahomes is expected back. Yep. So that's that. Now, I, I did say when I was talking to you about this earlier, there is the possibility that you have a Tennessee game. <laughs> and I don't think it's likely. I think taking them. But, like, Tennessee can always do that where they just – like they get the ball first with the kickoff and they run the ball down the field and take all this time and get a score. And then the chiefs come back and score really quick. And then they get the ball again and take the whole fucking second quarter to go down and kick a field goal. And then they end the half up and it's just like slow and they control the pace of the game with uh, the running game. And if that happens, then I like Derek Henry still take the chiefs. Cause they can score so fast, but <laughs> then I would, and I would like Derrick Henry, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I think it's more likely it gets off to a quick like landslide and the running game is kind of abandoned. Yeah, that makes more sense for me. That's I mean, what I'm hoping for, at least. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City, like I said, we all, we all know the one way, like I said, to beat them is run, 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 because that's the weakness. But it's funny because the past defense has actually been like decent too, which mm-hmm. we don't expect from them. But, no, um, not from the Chiefs, but lately, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if, if they get out ahead and Ryan Tannehill has to play catch-up. Yikes. <laughs> that's why I put the Kansas City defense here. Like, it, I think they're, like, a, an interesting option this week for that reason. But Interesting. It's like a, like, you know, get some picks, sacks, you know, turnovers kind of stuff. Um, and, obviously, you're playing everyone from Kansas City. That's kind of a given. Um, I do think Adam Humphreys is an interesting, like, stream option if you're really hurting because he gets the most slot time and um he's gonna be getting i think kendall fuller um who's the, like, their weakest corner um because their, their outside corner has actually been doing pretty okay but um their slot corner is their weakness so i think that's kind of interesting and you know like we've seen uh tana hill look to him some yeah he's definitely targeted him more so he looks past his first read <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to read <laughs> I was uh, lit to read. I don't like read a lot of books. Like I read like a bunch of different like articles and stuff. But I don't sit and read a lot of books, and so like I always joke with my friends that I can't read. It's like the running <laughs> joke of the group is that I am unable to read. Oh well, hey, I, you I, could be a great boxer <laughs> <laughs> by default. No, <laughs> but um, I know most words. Apparently, not bombastic versus boombastic. But like I said, I blame Shaggy for that one. But, um, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> so on Baker versus James, they both are in the same amount of picks. Um, mm-hmm. They both managed to not throw one last week. However, so Baker has fumbled three times, only lost one. James has fumbled nine times and lost four. So Jesus, four lost fumbles. Um, so he's got three more turnovers. I guess if you kind of like lost fumbles, turnover than than Baker. So that's that's the big difference. But the other wow. big difference is the, t- the touchdowns. James has nine more of those. Yeah, I mean, damn. He's at least keeping wow. it more even. That's wild. You got to think that's got to bounce. I know we're talking about with Odell. Like, you got to think that the passing touchdown, like, stuff has got to swing back some, right? I think so, right? At some point. You'd think so. That's why I kind of think you should buy in on Odell if you don't have him and someone just wants to sell him. Because they've run for, let's see, nine touchdowns. One of those was Baker, and they passed for seven. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. 
That's like it's it's really bad. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to run for more touchdowns than you pass for. Like, I mean, they're gonna have to make some kind of play ca- play calling change, right? Yeah, like if 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 we get news that like Monken's taken over, I'm interested. I think it'd be really really important for them to do that because we saw how that worked in tampa last year that was that that worked mm-hmm. or was yeah. it last year the other year i don't know recently in tampa that was last year but yeah so where were we yeah kansas city tennessee uh we count we covered that um next up atlanta new orleans we both have new orleans they're big favorites big big favorites um 13 point favorites Wowzers! I actually don't think I think I would take Atlanta to cover. That. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's, like, that's a big okay. spread for a divisional game. I exactly. I know. I know the Falcons have been bad. Their defense has been in shambles, but they did just have a bye week. That's got to help them out a little bit in mm-hmm. some way. Like if they were just having a panic attack the first half of the season, like. You can take some time, get your head on straight. You have a divisional opponent now in a dome that you're used to playing against. Like, this is a game to make a statement. And, like, I don't think they win, but I don't think they lose by 13. And if anything, like, at least, like, their passing offense is going to stay, like, relevant during the game. And, like, in our banger, like, Julio, like, he just destroys the Saints, like, regularly. Like, he owns Marshawn Lattimore. Like, the Saints are his bitch. Yeah, I'm like I'm looking at taking the over on this because right now, the, so fifty-one Saint, Saints are implied to score um, thirty-two. Falcons are implied to score nineteen, and I think the Falcons are going to score more than nineteen. I could see the Saints scoring thirty-two, but I think the Falcons yeah. score in the higher twenties, man. Yeah, I think it's a good game. So, okay, I guess also ask about Alvin Kamara. I mean, I don't have any issue playing him right away. Like, I think people are concerned about his role, but, like, I don't think they'd bring him back if he's, like, not good to go. And, like, Atlanta, like, if we're talking about players owning teams, like, <laughs> this is the perfect situation for him to come back to. Yeah. I think so. See, I'm I'm keeping Matty Ice in my lineup, even though it says not to. <laughs> but. I mean, he, he, because he got hurt last game, too, and that, like, that ruined his stats and stuff too. So like, right. every other game he's been a fantasy stud. So, hell yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I don't. I would laugh like if this was the game. Atlanta was like, "Hot, gotcha, bitch." <laughs> I doubt it, but Atlanta it's, it's Saints are just too good of a team this year. But yeah, they are. They're too good of a team. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there anyone on New Orleans you're you're off of? I think you can make a case for. Pretty much everyone, like even like even Murray or like Ted Ginn. I mean, I like Murray and Kamara and Thomas and Breeze. Uh, Is I'm off playing. I mean, Teddy's gone, so no. <laughs> he was only good with Teddy. <laughs> Let me pull up Jared Cook because because he was hurt, but I think I think Ted Ginn's interesting now. Um. Oh, Cook should be coming back this week. So, they're going to have a nice full house. Cook's going to have, like, two catches with a touchdown. Yeah, it's going to be, like, two for 50 and a touchdown or some crap. <laughs> yeah, it's either two for nine or two for, like, a lot where he just, like, somehow right, does some yeah, bullshit. Right, yeah, house is some bomb. Uh, such is Jared Cook. Such is 
the enigma that is Jared Cook. The intermachinations of Jared Cook's mind are, <laughs> are an enigma. <laughs> but, yeah, so this game's high score, it'll be fun. Um, next up, the uh, Poopy Bowl of the week. Um, Giants at Jets. Uh, my, my pick was Vomit Face Emoji. Your pick was Give It to the Home Team. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Give It to the Home Team. Uh, I mean, I'm going to just... <laughs> end up taking the Jets obviously because I don't know you have a problem I guess I just that you need hate help. myself <laughs> I have a problem and I need help <laughs> I guess I just fucking hate myself um yeah I mean god damn it it's just gonna be a <laughs> shit fest dude of defensive shit fest to offensive shit fest I'm, the Giants will probably win man like it's Danny one of those things where it's day. like, like we talk about, it's two bad teams with bad defenses, but like some enough lack of competency on offense that you're like, huh. Uh, the I saw something that looks like uh, what happens when uh, Leonard Williams goes against the Jets O line. It's, it's like a stoppable force versus a movable object. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean so i i'll guess i'll talk about some players Uh, i guess like i can still stream darnold i think he's been fine he gets 15 a game even with stupid turnovers um i mean it should be a robbie day but can you trust adam gase yeah that's the thing it's like is it robbie is it crowder like one of them or even both of them should have a good time but like which one um I also like Herndon if he's back and healthy. Uh, the Giants are fake good against tight ends. They just literally don't play tight ends. Like they played like the Patriots and the fucking like, mm-hmm. like just don't use them at all. Like the Bears and like, yeah, like that that's key with tight ends. Is like some teams are actually bad against it, and some teams like there's like I don't know if there's any teams that like I, I think are like good against tight ends this year. There are a couple that have shut them down, but like. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Oh, and no, I think Hernan will be a go-to guy for Darnold, so I expect like D- Darnold to be really happy he's back and kind of rely on him. Yeah, I'm thinking Thank he, God. Cause, <laughs> Help. Well, because Jason Witten bopped on him last week. so. Yeah, dude. Him and uh, Jarwin bopped on him. And then it was it was a Blockerton week the week before. <laughs> exactly. And then the Cardinals are like who? It's like Charles Clay, yeah. no. Patriots, no. Vikings, no. They haven't used them really. Redskins, no. They haven't used it. Redskins Fox, haven't. definitely not. They haven't. <laughs> yeah, OJ Howard's <laughs> wasting his life. Bills, yeah. <laughs> and how did Jason do week one, I guess? To look he also at it. bopped on him. Really? <laughs> yeah, double bops. Question, does J- did, did, yeah, did the Dallas Cowboy tight ends just own the Giants? Like, Witten, we know Witten does. Did he just like instill that, that to Jarvin? That's thing, though. Witten has owned the Giants for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> when he retires, he's just going to own the Giants. Yeah. So. Him and the Eagles. Yeah, but um, in this game, though, I think Saquon obviously should be fine. I mean, game script should at least help him out there. Um, as far as, like, so it's gonna just be tate and slayton and i guess red ellison uh, it's kind of gross but it's a little too gross for me to get in on 
but um, Golden Tate and Darius Slayton, like, I should be fine. Tate should definitely be fine. Because when, when Slayton's been, like, the kind of one of the only options, like, Danny Dimes has, like, dropped some bombs to him. Like, that's when he's been Danny Dimes is when he's, like, going deep to Slayton. Cards worth. Yeah, the so. Jets lost uh, two corners last week because they put Jermaine Johnson, I think, on IR. For what it's worth, I think Golden Tate is, like, I don't want to say he's, like, an every starter, but he's put himself into the point where he's, like, definitely a viable flex play pretty much every week now. And when we're looking at the concentrated targets now, like it's the offense is going to be Tate, Saquon, Slayton now. So, like I'm good with either receiver this week actually. Okay. Yeah. So Daryl Roberts is hurt. Uh, Jermaine Johnson went on IR, so they're running with Nate Hairston and questionable Daryl Roberts with Brian Poole as the slot guy. Who is the best guy? He is their mm-hmm. best corner. So I, that would be Tate getting him, right? Yeah, but Tate, Tate's good. <laughs> Tate is like so unbelievably slippery. He just gets away from people. His separation's unbelievable. Yeah, so is dude Sanders, him on Pat Pete. He was like having his way with Patrick Peterson. Yeah, that's hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> but because um, Pat Pete, he was at how many weeks was Pat Pete out? Was it six for him, right? It was a while. Yeah, but anyway... Um, Next game, actually, um, involves Pat Pete. It is uh, Arizona at Tampa. Um, right now, I've got Tampa and you've got Arizona. So one of, our, one of our few disagreements. Yeah, I mean, Arizona, in terms of picks like and betting, they pretty much have only lost to good teams. <laughs> they tied the Lions, okay. Lost to the Ravens, lost to the Panthers, lost to the Seahawks. Beat the Bengals, Falcons, and Giants. Lost to the Saints, lost to the Niners. Barely. Yeah. So, like, they're they're beating bad teams. Um, their offense is pushing people. They're clicking. Like, Kyler Murray's doing really well. He's got 2,200 yards on the season, which is really damn good. <laughs> and they're doing it in a lot of different ways. Like, one week it's Kenyon Drake, the week it's Christian Kirk, and then oh, it's just Kyler one week and DJ, Chase Edmonds. Like, they have all these moving pieces that keeps their offense really fresh every single week. Uh, the Buccaneers' pass defense is also dreadful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very good against the run, rushing rather than receiving running backs. So I still think Arizona is able to pass on them really easily. And Tampa Bay has just got Jameis, and I don't think – it's out of the question that he just throws a pick to Pat Pete at a critical mm-hmm. point in the game. So I've got Arizona road win. So I'm looking at Mike Evans because he, he's played the Cardinals twice when they've had Patrick Peterson. Um, well, I guess. Oh God. And so he's gotten, he's gotten a touchdown both games and gotten 95 and 70 yards. So he's actually been fighting against Patrick Peterson for it's worth. He's been good. Cause I mean, so he's going to shadow him, right? Like I don't, <laughs> yeah, I most think we likely. can expect that. But that's a pretty big physical like discrepancy between yeah. those two. I mean, Patrick Pierce is not like small. He's still six one. Mike Evans is big. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he's faster than Mike Evans. And Mike Evans is just a large human. Yeah, no, he can box him out just with his frame. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, he's just going to get targeted a ton, or like they're just going to be passing a ton, I should say. Like, so. 
Right, and if you do it enough, Pat Pete will probably pick one off. He mm-hmm. might allow a lot of yardage on the other ones, but... But here's the thing with Mike Evans, though. So, I was looking at... So, guys with um, five targets each week. So, over the last three games, guys who have gotten at least five targets. Um, so, it made me sad because the Air Yards website died. Um, wherever the guy was pulling the info from, like, it just collapsed. So... Oh, com is broken now but um so you can get get it from next gen stats but the problem is it only tracks like five plus targets so i could only do that um so it excludes some guys but mike evans so over his last three games he has 702 air yards and the next closest is curtis samuel at 418 jesus so he is like just lapping the fucking field on how much like looks like how many looks he's getting and so that's the it's thing about like, time yeah like with that, like, you can't sit this man. No. Like, I'm he's, definitely not sitting him. Yeah, he's yeah, it's, he's averaging, like, over 100 yards a game. This game, like, I want to touch on every game. And uh, Jaw is going to lose his shit here in a second because I just got a notification that said the Bengals wide receiver, AJ Green, had a setback and is now out indefinitely. No way. Oof. Yeah, he's not playing this year. Oh, gosh, hold on. Let me Let me send this to him right now. In case he didn't see it instantly. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. But anyway, in this game, um, <laughs> I mean, the passing games, that's that's a given. Um, Fitz, I, I, I'm really interested in Christian Kirk this week. Really? Yeah, because, let me pull up the guy, is that mattress? But he's, like, been getting enough, like, looks since he's come back. Let me pull him up, Christian Kirk. And... So, I mean, it's him and Larry Fitzgerald, like, the two, like, only, like, really viable wide receivers. Um, he got five targets last week, 11 targets the week before. Um, it didn't come together for San Fran. I mean, it's a good defense. I'll blame him. But against New Orleans, he had a, had a pretty good day, actually. So, against this team where they're going to need to pass the keep up and they're going to pass by matchup, I'm pretty interested in him. Okay. I'll pull up the exact matchup. I mean, we, we know the fucking... Tampa corners are trash, so... Exactly. Uh, what about Godwin? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm on Godwin. Like, I just... I mean, I guess bangers I'll just put... Like, I like them, too. Pass game. Like, they, this this should just be a passing bonanza, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, should I'm be not, fun. Yeah, I'm not big on Rojo this week. Well, um, they did well last week, the Cardinals' run defense. Yeah, that was like kind of surprising. Like they haven't been as trash, which is kind of funny. Right. I mean, you you still be- you're best off beating it by passing is the thing. Oh man, he's about to be so triggered. Jolly, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. But um, oh poor guy. <laughs> but I mean, I expect Tampa to just pass a bunch. As far as the Arizona running backs. So David Johnson's apparently going to play this week. I'm not sure what his health status is, but Kenny and Drake intrigues me. I'm not like super bullish on him, but we saw him get a lot of pass work last week. If I had him, I would be keeping him in my lineup as a flex play each week. Because he could end up having just a ridiculous connection with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. They're both, you know, very athletic. He's great at catching balls out of the backfield. They're both pretty short. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of lots of similarities. I uh, 
I I also started hearing like really weird music, and it was from so like the ESPN tabs, like when you pull up like like a player, it's like they start playing with random ads like with music, and it's really tilting. But um, I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I realized it was one of those tabs. I'm like, why am I hearing like like weird like polka music? <laughs> no, the worst is when it's YouTube and it's like a horror commercial. You don't know where it's coming from. Oh Just no! Screaming! Ah! Oh god! See, Kenyon Drake had four catches for fifty or fifty-two yards. So, yeah, he's good. I'm intrigued, but let's see what the over/under is. It's pretty high. I think it was like fifty-two or something. I think it's the highest. Yeah, fifty-two and a half. It's the highest of the week. That's yeah, this is gonna be yeah, a good fancy game. I would, I would still take the over. So moving on, and. and Kickers this game, I think I found it both, but you have to trust the Tampa kicker. But Matt Gay has been pretty good. So next up, we have Miami at Indy. We both have Indy. Um, I'm taking Mac here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I think with no Campbell, no Hilton against the Dolphins, like Zach Pascal, Chester Rogers, um, and then I'm not sure if it's gonna be Jacoby or Hoyer, but I think either guy is actually fine because this is still a tanking team who they beat the Jets, but like. They're not good by any means. No, and they just wanted to beat Gaze. Now they can exactly. go back to tanking. Just gotta get Gaze fired and say fuck him. They just have to lose to Cincy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the big part. We'll see them look really bad there. That's, I mean, I also think uh, Indianapolis tight end can score, but which one will it be? <laughs> um, how do you feel about Devontae Parker? Because now it's literally just him. Yeah, no Preston Williams. Also, I like him, Gasecki, to kind of be the two pass catchers. Um, like based off of volume, like Parker should be fine, but then you realize it's Devontae Parker, and you're like, do I want to? So he, he's a fine option, I think, but not my favorite. It's like, do um, I want to start a Dolphin? That's the thing. Like last week was the only week where like, like Preston Williams had a pretty good week. Fitzpatrick was fine, but I mean, there are better options. Um, but yeah, like starting a dolphin is not gonna like, or not starting a dolphin isn't gonna be something that like ruins you, and like, I don't think they're gonna play a team that's worse than the Jets ever. So I think we can kind of look back to that. Yep. So, um, but that being said, I get Parker like is the only guy Fitzpatrick can throw to now. Basically, I guess. Um, not the only guy. Still, you know, Gasecki and Albert Wilson, Team Grant, but. Parker should get a ton of targets, so he's he's an okay option if you're in need. And I, I do like Gasecki as like a tight end stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did he get last week? He had a good week because he balled out in our uh, in the tight end premium league. Yeah, because they get one and a half points per. Yeah, he had twenty points. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? How did Mike Gasecki get twenty fantasy points? I was Six so for ninety-five. Yeah. Oof. So that athletic prowess was being shown off. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense for them to just like try to start getting him involved more with like the season in the tank. Yeah, I mean, year two, get to go into your, you know, starting year with him in year three where you want your tight end to be. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got him in Dynasty. I think that's a great snag. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun snag. I'm glad we really picked him up. Because you got to think, because like it's, it's the. 
it's the same, you know, kind of coaching group that was used to Gronk. I don't know, I'm not calling him Gronk, but it's, he's a big athletic tight end. I, they know they know how to use a big athletic tight end. Yeah, exactly. Next up, we have Carolina at Green Bay. Um, I, I don't really know, like, who... Like, we both kind of left this blank. I don't really know, like, know who <laughs> I want in particular from here. I know. I don't even know if I want Green Bay. <laughs> like... I have absolutely no idea how this game's going to go. I, it's I like agree. both teams are in weird positions from their previous week. Mm-hmm. Like you play Christian McCaffrey. I guess you're going to play Devontae Adams. Probably play Aaron Jones. Um, DJ Moore, Moore and Curtis Samuel are both always fun. DJ Moore has actually been pretty consistent lately. So is Samuel. And so, like I said, Samuel's been getting a ton of air yards too. Um, as has... Um, more actually they're both getting a lot of looks um his catch last week down the sideline was dirty mm-hmm. oh Ugh. yeah so like i said samuel was second on that list at like the 418 more is um fifth at uh 358 so like, they're both getting a ton of looks it's just christian mccaffrey hogs all the touchdowns yeah so like at Bastard. some point yeah yeah he should run all over them though mm-hmm so huh, that's interesting. Last uh, four games, Moore has gotten eight, ten, nine, and ten targets. Jeez. So, hmm. like this is one of those games where it's like you kind of just play your guys, and like I don't think it much changes either way. Right? I mean, it's about. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Devonte does fine. I think Rogers does fine. It's a pretty plain game that I'm not sure how it's going to go. We're both picking Green Bay at the moment, but like I don't, I don't know. Weird game. It is a weird game. I might switch on it. Who knows? Yeah, I don't have is... much of an opinion on it yet is the thing. This is an NFL game. This is an NFL game between two NFL teams. Yep. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> One wears green. The other... <laughs> the other... Wears a, black and blue. A color close to green. Yeah, kind of a... If you take Carolina one blue. team's color and mix it with one of the team's one colors, you get one of the team's colors. Accurate assessment. <laughs> So, yeah, this, I mean, this is a game you just, I'm not accounting for much in this game, like, impacting someone one way or the other. All right. Yep. Rams of Pittsburgh. I just have the Rams right now. So, I'll, let, I'll yep. let you talk about this one overall real quick. Yeah, so I think this is a fake trap game. And you've seen this a couple times throughout, like, the year. Like, the most notable one was when there were people picking the Jets to beat the Patriots. And I'm like, this is a fake trap mm-hmm. game. Um and you see, like, on betting sites, you'll see a clear favorite, right? So, like, you'll see a team that's favored by a lot, and people, like, everyone will be saying to take the other team, like, all these other people, but the line doesn't move. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, then you know that it's a fake trap game. <laughs> so, I'm not buying into it. I think the Rams dong on the Steelers, quite frankly. Um, I was not going to start James Conner anyway, but now he's not even playing, so definitely said him. I just like I, I just think they're outmatched in most ways, and the Steelers tend to play up and down to their competition. So I do <laughs> think they play up. I don't think it's like they it's that bad, but defensively, like the Rams should shut down the Steelers' offense. Yeah. Like, we're going through this and looking at the Rams' corners. I'm like, the Steelers won't be able to pass. And now they don't have James Conner or Benny Snell. It's just Edmonds and Jalen Samuel. Yeah. Who was a PPR machine, but then it's like, well. 
So I'm <coughs> feeling good about this today's changes here. No, and it sucks because it's the uh, like I don't know if this was a real game like with Roethlisberger and Juju and all that. Like this would be such a good game, but it really was just with a real quarterback that's like will pass downfield. <laughs> Because Mason Rudolph will not pass downfield for anything. So no, he won't yet. Which so. is like juju. Makes me sad on that front. He needs his bend. Yeah, his just, big bend. Someone to trust him and trust themselves to get it there. But like, I'm not big on the Rams side of this game either. Because like the Steelers defense has been pretty solid, and the Rams line is like not like anything to write home about. Quite the right. Like yeah, pretty good. They will get worn down though. If the Steelers' offense can't do anything and it's just mm-hmm. getting fucked, yeah, it's like the Steelers' line's good, but it is. So like it's yeah, it's a. I can understand why people are picking the Steelers because it is at home, but Rams are also off a bye week, and even though it's a brief history, Sean McVay's history off a bye is pretty good, and I would expect him to be a coach that is. Yeah, let me like so. Let me look at who the Steelers have been playing lately, so we can get like a better gauge on like how like because their defense has been good, and like I don't because like I was on it last week, but they did get Brian or they did get Brian Hoyer for a bit last yeah, week. Yeah, I mean which, they you know, played Brian like, Hoyer, which definitely the Dolphins. Things. You know the Chargers are always up in the air. The Ravens beat them. They beat the Bengals. They lost to the 49ers barely, but I mean like they're not like a, it's not like they're just like it's not like they're like a really good team or anything. <laughs> They're they're just a pretty average team that's carried by their defense, and so I don't, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like to think the Rams are above average. Mm-hmm. It's hard um, to tell this year because the NFC West is so competitive. But yeah, I do like Cooper Cup a lot. He gets the good matchup in the slot, and Goff's been looking to him a ton, especially when he's been you know pressured at all, and that might be the case this game. Um, I do think Everett's an interesting stream for what it's worth. Actually, I will put him on here. I thought about him too, actually. Oh. I'm glad we were both thinking of him. We were thinking of him, but yeah, it makes some sense. Oh, because Cook, you know, Cooks is still out. Um, so I mean, him and Reynolds would kind of be splitting that like third option role, I guess. Yeah, but he would do better than uh, Reynolds. Yeah, and he's he's had some pretty good weeks this year. So yeah, I mean, I think he was a top ten tight end. Probably. I mean, it's tight end this year. It's not been like a hard. Oof. Uh. Because Darren, Darren Fells, like, at least on total, is like top 10, which is hilarious. I'm so glad that I kept Kittle. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Everett, he's had some pretty solid games this year. Yeah, like, he, had, he had that stretch um, where like week four and five he had a good game, week seven he had a good game. But he can disappear. But I think this is a spot for him to reappear. Because we know the Steelers love fucking up and leaving a linebacker and coverage on someone they shouldn't be covering. That's like classic Steelers. Like, how many times is Cup going to end up on a linebacker and just burn them? Right. Oh, man. Yeah, but, and uh, if, if Fitzpatrick had been in the thought they were going to use him like, I would have been off of Cup. But after learning that they put him into free safety, and he's doing well there. It's just I thought that they were going to bring him on as a slot corner. Um. He but. is not going to be on Cup. Most likely, that is basically the takeaway. Yeah, they just needed to limit Cup's yak because he is like after he's like he's second best in the league after Eckler and Yak right now. So, but 
Uh, I'm okay with either defense here too, just because you know we talked about this being a gross game. Yeah, and I would, I personally would take the Rams defense over the Steelers, but I would still take the Steelers. Yeah, they're in consideration for me still. Next up, we'll move to our Sunday night affair, Minnesota Dallas. This should be a good game, right now. We both have Dallas. That's like assuming Amari's good to go. Um, yeah, and it looked like he was. They're optimistic at yeah. least. But this is this is gonna be a good one. I'm excited for this one. I will actually have to, like watch this more closely. But will we get primetime Kirk Cousins? That's the thing. That's what's tough. <sighs> oh, brother. That's why I have Dallas at the moment. Yeah, the, the the discrepancy in offensive line talent with these two teams is wild. It's pretty rough. Oh, yeah. Their line's really bad. Yeah. I mean, that was basically how I picked the Super Bowl. I picked the Eagles because I like their line better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought they had a better offensive and defensive line. So, I mean, it's a valid point to make. Mm-hmm. Dallas does have a significantly better offensive line. Now, the thing about the Vikings is, like, their roster itself is outstanding. Yeah, they're just a good team. They have so many great pieces. They just fail in, like, a few very key areas, <laughs> namely the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kirk has been solid this year, though, for its worth. Like, if you took the Dallas O-line and put it on the Vikings. Dear Lord. Fucking a... Trubisky could be back there and they would go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would yeah, carry a lot of people. But, man, I don't know if I go as far as Trubisky, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I over-exaggerated. Dalton? That'd be close. I think so. I think if you gave Dalton the Cowboys offensive line and the Minnesota Vikings, like, Roster. rest of roster like i think that they could go to the Super yeah that would be a nutso team so i mean you have stefan diggs adam thielen cowboys o-line and then everson griffin and xavier rose oh my god yeah that'd be a hard team to stop regardless to quarterback yeah but so so who are you on for for the cowboys this game if anyone gallup baby michael gallup week gallup 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 they're at home I feel like he plays better at home. That could just be me. Uh, but uh, assuming Cooper is playing, he should draw the matchup with Rhodes, I would assume. And that's actually a pretty good matchup. Like, we've known, like, Rhodes does well against guys like Galladay, some of the bigger receivers, like, that Cooper is. Um, so I think Cooper still gets open, and he's still fantasy relevant because he's Dak's favorite target. But I do think Gallup uh, has one of his Gallup weeks. Mm-hmm. So Sometimes he does that. He just pops off. His two big weeks have been at home. Yep. Um, with Rhodes, Rhodes has been like, I think we might have brought this up, but he's not been that great this year, actually. Like, oh yeah, he's been he's been worse. He's mm-hmm. been a lot worse. And it's been a decline too, because I think we noticed it last year too. Yeah, I, I thought about it coming into this year where he was struggling last year, and then, and then in the preseason, and then this year it's kind of stuck. Um, so I imagine. Wait, let me look. So he, they mostly keep on the right side. They don't know if they'll have him shadow Amari or just play a side. Because um, they they have Trey Wayne's on the other side, he's been decent, but the 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 pass the secondary is like they said they have a fine like rush, they have a good defense, but the secondary is like the by far the biggest weakness of it. Mm-hmm. And so like I think this is a good enough line to give Dak enough time to take advantage of it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I still think Cooper does well. Yes, yeah, so when you have a bad secondary against a good O line, like there will be times when they protect enough to get plenty of time, and you're gonna get chunked. Oh yeah, 
And like I, I do think Gallup comes down with a few of those big catches. Mm-hmm. This could just be a really good like Dak, Amari, Gallup like week of that trio. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeke and Cook like you're playing them regardless. That's kind of hard just because of how many touches they get. You can't bench that. Yeah, you can't bench that volume. I would be hesitant on Cook just a little bit. I still think he'll do fine. I yeah. would just bring expectations. Yeah, Dallas' defense has just been, like, very average. Like, they've been fine. They've not been good. Just, like... Average. There's not, like, a particular, like, super weakness. They're just, like, you know... They're fine. Maybe, like, a tad above average. But, yeah, they're, you know... They're beatable, at least. You saw that. Um, the Jets. It's funny. But, <laughs> yeah, um... I said... Uh, this game, like... I said, your most most of your usual guys are there. I mean, obviously, Diggs is a, the, the only guy, really, with no feeling. So, he should get a metric fuckload of targets yeah no Thielen hurts yeah that's that's part of it too for me as picking and picking Dallas yeah it's a big safety blanket for for cousins because mm-hmm. so Diggs is going to be getting uh Byron Jones looks like at least for part of like for some of the amount and Byron Jones has been pretty good so you know I keep hearing that, but I feel like the past few weeks I just keep seeing Byron Jones getting torched. Well, so let me look. So that was on the season. He's been good. This last few weeks, he apparently has been really good. The last few weeks, really. I don't have the week. The week. The week nine data is not loaded into here yet, unfortunately. That I'm looking at, but I've seen a lot of highlights of like him like running towards a guy, getting the touchdown, and he's just short every time. And I'm like, like it was like three or four highlights. Yeah, I mean, like, look in different time frames to see, but no, he's been pretty good most of the season from what I can see here. But, huh. Has he, how many, I'm trying to look at how many touchdowns he's allowed in this coverage. He's only allowed one touchdown in this coverage. At least up to week eight, unless he got one last week that I didn't see on him, but I don't think he did. I couldn't, like, not be counting him as the guy on like certain plays where I'm seeing like the end of the play and he's like running over, but he wasn't on the dude. He wasn't the fault. Yeah. But like they are susceptible. I think in the very least they do allow some touchdowns. Mm -hmm. They played the giants last week and they still got some. Yeah. Like I said, against good teams, you've seen them struggle. So, and I think Minnesota is a good team. So yeah. So yeah, hopefully it's a good game. Hopefully it's not primetime Kirk Cousins slash Andy Dalton. Andy Cousins. So, um, are you, I'm good with either kicker in this game too. Definitely the Dallas one. Mm-hmm. Maher. Maher. And I'll is it? Oh, oh yeah, Dan Bailey revenge game. Hmm. Maher. Maher. So when he's dishing, you can say Maher's on fire. Maher's on fire. Maher's on fire. So oh, moving on yeah, to my hair's on fire, fire, fire. All right, Seattle at San Fran. Right now, we both have San Fran. Um, should be a really good game. Um, I did get a little blip earlier about Kittle. Um, I think I saw something that he like didn't practice today, and like he may actually end up being like questionable for the week. Really, uh, and it's a Monday game, so that's really annoying. Let me try to locate where that was, but I did get that notification on my phone while we were sitting here. Um, yeah, Kittle doesn't practice Thursday. It'll um, be a game time decision. You, 
a decision on him playing won't come until closer to game time, so... Oh, that sucks. Because, like, when we started the dock, I said Kittle's stud of the week, because the matchup is amazing for it. Fuck. Because <laughs> Seattle's definitely their weak spot is tight ends, and they've, like, gotten so lucky on tight ends, like, dropping and not scoring and all that stuff. It would have been my flex. See if I have anyone else that game. Maybe else. Ooh. Mm. Fuck. It's tough. So. But. Damn. Anyway, with all that, so between so between the Seattle receivers, who who are we going with? Um. Okay, I do think Lockett is still fine. Mm-hmm. I was a little hesitant on him playing the Niners in San Fran, but ultimately, I've seen them get burned a couple times in the slot. Uh, Lockett moves around a lot. He's not going to get shadowed by Sherman. Like He just can't be. He moves around too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said, Sherman plays a side. That's he that. plays a side. So yeah, I think Lockett does fine. Now, DK and Gordon. Yeah, I actually think Josh Gordon will get the most Richard Sherman. because um, It makes sense. Yeah, because so Sherman plays left corner. And DK plays mostly left receivers, but like so it's like on a flip, so you, a left corner would get a right receiver, and DK is only over there like twenty seven about percent of the time. And then um so Lockett's mostly in the slot. He goes outside a little bit, but not much. So it's been I guess like David Moore, um, and Jerron Brown, that kind of combo that's been over you know, filling up the right side uh more. So we that may end up be where Gordon goes. I guess I can look at um his him this year, if I can find anything. Has he played this year? Wait, where, where was yeah. he to start the year? Patriots. Oh, he's not showing up here anyway. Um, oh, maybe he's over here. Huh. Anyway, I'm having trouble. Like, he's not showing up on this stuff just because of switching team. Like, he hasn't caught up in the database here. But I imagine he'll end up um, playing the most on Richard Sherman, so. That would be kind of wild because that would leave uh, DK open, and I I was kind of high on DK going into the week. I've because I've seen a couple videos of post routes, <laughs> deep posts <laughs> working against the Niners, and I'm like, hmm, who can do that really well? Hmm. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not. I said Sarah's got a good defense, but we did see Arizona expose them some. So, <laughs> one of the things we talked about was like how. Like it makes sense that Seattle running game would be able to get going, but part of it's the passing and part of it is um, like because like the Kenny and Drake did really well in the receiving game, and then we talked about Carson's kind of fumbles being maybe an issue. Like if if it's all Carson, he should have a good game, but like how confident are we that it is all Carson? And that's kind of the issue with that for me. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm not taking Carson because if if I'm the Niners, my game plan is to shut down the run, and then like do your best to stop Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Don't let him run on you. And yeah. Force just... to make the throws like that. They don't want to make. Yeah. My, my biggest thing, like a pick of Sanford here is that the pass rush versus the O line like that, Matt, that's such a mismatch. Like, yeah. Like against Seattle, right? Like, cause the Niners pass rushes. Yeah. Yeah. Like crazy good. They're getting, um, Said like your potty came back, so that helped them a lot. And then um, their backup center has been actually pretty solid for Seattle. So they're not like they're not as terrible as like the thought was. But that's still a mismatch on on that um, on in the trenches for the Seattle offense. That's an unfortunate scenario. So that's why like 
obviously Russell Wilson's just absurd, but it does it does kind of limit deep routes developing somewhat. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, Bosa's in his face the whole fucking night. Just mm. can't get anything off. But he buys time. Russell Wilson's yeah. outstanding. So Yeah, that that's why I'm like I would definitely lay more lock in the DK. Obviously, I mean it's kind of a given, but like Lockett and Russ are so in sync that if I think Russ is gonna have some pressure that I'd rather get the guy he knows super well. Mm-hmm. So you're kinda off Gordon this week. I don't wanna um go for Gordon. Well, one, in his first game with the team, and two, if he's going right. to probably get the most Sherman, so... Yep. Once you go Sherman, you're going to be burning. I don't know. You're going to be... Squirming. <laughs> there we go. So, um... I, I, I mean, no Sanders, I, you're going to play him, right? That's kind of a given. I should, I should write him in here. I think he's... Uh. I think he's kind of an every week play now. Like, he might just be like the PR Garcon for, uh, for Shanny. That'd be nice. Manny and Shanny. Manny and Shanny. Um, kicker is in this game. Um, I, I did see Robbie Gold is hurt. Ooh. Um, where'd that go? He, um, uh... That's that's sh- um, he's a strain quad that puts his uh, availability for Monday in doubt. Um, they signed uh, Chase McLaughlin. McLaughlin. McLaughlin, whatever. So they signed a kicker. So probably no Robbie Gold on that note. Oh, sad. Yeah, and what is a close divisional game? The kickers are always kind of in play, I think. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monday night. Yeah, but oh, yeah, we need to pick our locks and upsets. Um, Let's pull up the spreads. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So I know some upsets we can call. Buffalo counts. Um, Arizona would count. Jets would Buffalo's count. Buffalo's an upset? Yeah, wow. Cleveland's favored. The, the Giants are favored now, so the Jets could be an upset. Um, Detroit's an upset. Oh, Rams will be my lock, probably. Or, no, I got Cowboys, too. Ooh, I yeah. like both of them as my lock. Yeah, same. We can kind of just share them. Sharing is caring. Yeah, those are the two I really, like, honed in on. Like, that does make a lot of sense. Those are, yeah. Um, who else um, would be a lock? Kansas City's a lock, technically, but that feels not fair. Yeah, you agree? <laughs> like it'd be a fun upset to call. I'm not gonna do it, but it's for yeah. someone. Oh, yeah. Cardinals! I can be my upset. Yeah, yeah. Because Kansas City is less than ten point favorite, but I'm not gonna take them as a lot because that doesn't feel fun. Um, if you're gonna take the Raiders, they could be your upset too. Yeah, I'm still not sure on that. Um, Detroit's an option. Jets are an option. Buffalo is an option. There's a lot of good upset choices here. Who do I feel best about of these upsets? Probably, probably Detroit. Well, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna go Detroit. I think. Bird in the hand is worth two in the bitch. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but you know it's bad. A bird in the hands worth two in the turd. <laughs> Yeah, think about that one. Put that on your fortune. And smoke it. What if, what if I got that in a fortune? This head up bird, the hand is worth two in the turd. I wouldn't know what to make of that. I would stop eating my food immediately <laughs> <laughs> and quietly. I would never go back. <laughs> <laughs> what 
Last time I, I was at PF Chains with my parents, my dad and I got the same fortune. Really? Yeah, which is weird to think about that happening. That is weird. It's destiny. Dun, dun, dun. So in, in our in our weekly uh, fuck Washington, um, <laughs> by placing their starter Trent Williams on the non-football illness list, two important notes: one, the season's over; two, the team does not have to pay the roughly six million left of his salary. Mm. Because of them apparently misdiagnosing um, um, a tumor that he had. Oh yeah, dude. So I hope there's a lawsuit coming. Oh, dude, yeah, he better. Oh man. Gosh, yeah, just that's man. Dan Snyder, man, what you doing, Bruce Allen? What you guys doing? And he gets asked to step down as owner. Oh God, I could just be so happy. Man, that's just. That's such a terrible organization, man. Fuck. <laughs> man. It all starts with the owner. Mm-hmm. Where it all starts. Yeah, man, it's... Trying to, what, so after them, what organization is like the worst run, would you say? The Chargers are pretty yeah. poorly run, unfortunately. Yeah. Like with that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah pretty bad there's a reason eli didn't want to play for the chargers and there's a reason eli has two super bowls and philip rivers has none yeah the chargers are they're they're like the stingiest organization because the whole bosa thing went on for a while too yeah and then the jets one is obviously pretty bad yeah the Bengals is pretty bad Mm -hmm. um i want to say the browns oh yeah definitely the browns um denver under la been rough. <laughs> like, yeah. aside, like they got Peyton, but like his competency as a GM is pretty low. But like when the owner GM combo was really bad, that's when it gets like kind of funny. That's where like the Bengals kind of fall in. Yeah. The Chargers. How, how is the Jets ownership? Jets ownership's not great. Yeah. But I man. hope I, I hope our GM is good, Joe Douglas, the new guy. Yeah. I, I know. I, I know. Carroll's excited about him. It's I am too. Optimistic, at least, but. Man. Not excited about Gase or our owner, but I like yeah. the GM right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Washington just has that ultimate shit combo of owner and GM. Oh yeah, it's like the dynamic shit duo. The the, the dynamic puo. <laughs> dynamic puo, excellent. And on, that's honestly, we peaked right at the end of our episode, so I'm really glad <laughs> we made it here. <laughs> Thank you for another exciting poo-tastic episode. Yep. Is it boom-bastic? <laughs> Is it poo-tastic? No one's gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a good weekend. Enjoy it.